Welcome to Las Chicas del Pod. On this podcast, we get together every week and talk with you guys, our besties, and also ourselves to just talk about any current topics or anything that you guys bring to us. My name is Samantha, aka Mexican Chunli. And I'm Amy Diaz. And as you can see, we are missing our third person, which is Marimar. She is officially in maternity leave. So give her and wish her all your well wishes down below. So for this week, I actually came up with a topic Ew. because <laughs> I have experienced this. And well, I have a lot of experience with this. And it's something that más o menos estoy corrigiendo, but I still struggle a little bit with it, but not like I did in the past. Mm -hmm. And so today's episode, we're going to be talking about people pleasing and why we might be people pleasers, what people pleasing is, because I feel like sometimes you could be doing it and not be aware just yeah. like a lot of stuff you know what i mean like you could just not be aware that you're doing something and i think it's one of those learned behaviors or coping mechanisms that we Learned. don't realize that we're doing until we kind of like burn out i follow this woman on instagram her name is the holistic psychologist i believe mm -hmm. um, oh, i follow her too yeah she's so good and she's always talking about different things that people struggle with as far as like boundaries or just mental health or even just like overall health and wellness and stuff and uh one of the things that she talked about is people pleasing or even like growing up with like narcissistic parents and like just ways that we can kind of see like where we fall in that scale or whatever. I identified with people pleasing as one of the things that I've battled with mm -hmm. before even being aware that I was. But essentially people pleasing is basically putting other people's needs before yours and fulfilling other people's needs before you fulfill your own because you want to make a good impression on them or because you just identify as like the helper or you just you know you're so empathetic quote unquote to the point where it's like if somebody needs me if one of my loved ones one of my friends needs me like I will put my needs aside so that I could fulfill theirs Ooh. so do you identify with that Ooh, not anymore but yeah like at first when you brought up the topic I'm like oh yeah for sure I don't people please no more <laughs> but as you were explaining everything I'm like oh yeah I definitely have done that in the past and I used to do it a lot especially when you labeled it as the helper you know or, or even wanting to be accepted by others I think we overextend Um, past our capacity because we want to be accepted and we want to be there for others and it's also a way for us to not focus on ourselves mm. yeah <laughs> I just say came. it louder for the people in the back no seriously yeah. yeah yeah so i i i don't identify with it anymore but it definitely has been something that i have done in the past mm -hmm. and it's taken a lot of self-reflection and you know just looking within to stop that behavior and correcting yourself too because i feel like it's so easy for a friend to need a favor and you're having a bad day but you're just like you know what instead of let's say doing a task that i have to complete or whatever like you know i'm just gonna put everything aside and just tend to my friend which i feel like there's exceptions for mm -hmm. sure you know what i mean because in every relationship like you're gonna be needed to yeah. a certain extent by the other person you know mm -hmm. but i feel like when it's a constant thing that you do it's 
almost like detrimental towards you. you yeah. Know? Well, and, and that's when you have to question it. Like, why am I doing this? And that's what we're getting at, which is I tried to look up. Why do we do this? Which the the most obvious answer I say would be because quieres quedar bien. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's like the baseline, like quieres quedar bien, like you want to make a good impression. But I started reading into it and they were talking about how it's basically a form of control because you want people to perceive you a certain way. And on top of that, it's something that happens sometimes due to not getting attention or parental approval Wow, growing up, which makes a lot of sense because I feel like, you know, in the Mexican culture, I bring it back to the Mexican culture and in a lot of cultures, actually, parents, I feel like they don't know the importance of like affirming your kid or like you know positive reinforcement and stuff like that or even paying attention to them yeah it's more like oh they'll figure it out they'll yeah. do what they have to do and then just kind of leave them to the side yeah and and so once i realized that and i was like you know what i did always want my especially specifically my dad's approval like i always wanted his approval because he's one of those people that's like and eh. like you know you could come to like you could come to him like oh you know what like i bought this and he's like and eh. like you know, you could have bought this, you know what I mean? Or like whatever. So I feel like I always wanted his approval, especially with like my grades and school and stuff, because he was the one that was more like reinforcing of that. Uh, And I, I'm definitely like fresh off of people pleasing activities. Like I would say like a year ago (laughs) that you haven't done it at all or that you've been working on it that Um, i've been working on it okay that i became aware and that i've been working on it yeah and um you guys wanted like an update on like therapy and stuff i'm like four sessions in i love her so far and she knows that i identify as the helper okay and so right now because she knows that i'm going through like a family situation she's letting me know like you know what like your boundaries are going to be tested because this is your family that needs your help. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to, if you have, let's say 20% capacity, she's like, you can only do, you know, 10% or 12% max, you know, where I would always take it there. Yeah. Like right away. I take like it not to, leave anything I for cap yourself. It. Yeah. I cap it at whatever they need, uh, whatever mediation needs to happen. Yeah. Whatever form they got to fill out, like just anything. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as you're talking about it and I'm trying to think even back to, you know, childhood or even relationships and stuff, I can definitely say that when we people please, we do it to everybody who we love and want to be accepted by. Yeah. You know, and that has to do with partners. That has to do with family members. That has to do with friends like at work, at you work. know, like doing things that are outside of your capacity or you know you having to be home at a certain time but work is asking you to stay extra hours because a b or c and you doing it because you also have no boundaries with yourself yeah and that's crazy because a lot of the times people think that oh i'm not the helper or no i'm not this but it's like look at every single relationship in your life and really look within and see how it is that you're acting with these people and then you can consider yourself to maybe not people please and sometimes like i've seen it reflected in friendships to where it's like 
I was raised to be a comedida and kind of just a comedida means kind of like like servicial i'm like Cater, another word catering to people <laughs> yeah or or just um i don't know how to describe it in in english it's like you basically like almost like anticipate somebody's needs a little bit but like just simple gestures like you're just technically like polite i guess mm-hmm. um but a little bit more on the acts of service polite right and so i realized and i don't always right away realize when i'm going out of my way and they're not reciprocating that Mm. and so then i end up resenting the people around me for the boundaries that i didn't set (laughs) you know and that's not fair that's really it's not fair to the other person either because like they obviously another thing my therapist told me i'm giving you guys a hella updates (laughs) is she said everyone is gonna say yes it's up to you to say no Mm -hmm. because everyone's gonna come to you with just like oh let's go out tonight or like oh can you do this can you give me a ride to the airport can you do this and you're gonna have to be the one to pick when you can say yes when you can say no and like when is it gonna be like are you fulfilling your own needs before that yeah um and she let me see these prompts real quick do you have anything well because what happens is there's always going to be somebody that needs something right always whether it's again your partner your uh parent your sister your brother your friend like you said all right here um help me do this help me do that but it's definitely up to us to be like you know what i can't this time or even event instead yeah i mean instead of trying but i think the problem with a lot of people is that they want to be there for every event because they don't want to feel they don't want to miss out but they also don't know how to handle the no themselves so they won't say no to others yeah and the over explaining thing is part of it yeah let me see so the holistic psychologist said she knew she had to heal the pattern and had to stop being nice so that she could be kind. This would mean setting boundaries and putting my own needs first for the first time in my life. I felt like that. Yeah. And then you get reactions. For sure, because people aren't you. I was just talking to my mom about this on my way home. Like people aren't used to your boundaries and they're always used to you saying yes. So the moment you start putting up boundaries, they're like, why? Yeah, like, like they take it personal and Mm -hmm. it's not they don't see it as a boundary. They see it as why are you saying no to me? Like what changed? What happened with me now? And then or like what's going on in our friendship and our relationship or whatever. And there's they're so used to the yes that the moment you give the no, it's so shocking. I feel like if you're a people pleaser, people come to you asking something of you without really caring for the response because the response has always been yes yeah you know it's almost like a courtesy question it's not even that they don't care for the response they know you're gonna say yes so that's why they're going to you yeah they're not going to the one that has boundaries or they're not they're gonna go like if i need a ride to the airport who are you gonna go to yeah you know the person that you think it's gonna say yes the most why because you don't want to be saying you don't want to be told no told no and it's okay (laughs) you know a lot of the times you do accept it and you're like oh this person is my last resort if not like i'll do this and you have to go through a couple of people to get there but there's situations and scenarios you know there's been times when you can give a ride to someone to the airport and then there's other times when you can't and 
no feelings hurt there, you know, but I think depending on who it is and depending on the person is how they're going to take your boundaries and whether or not they're going to accept them. At work, for example, you mentioned like work, like staying extra hours even. I feel like we're taught and conditioned in school to like do whatever work tells you. Well, like don't question authority. It's not even in school. It's just our family members and overall. That's yeah, that's because too. if you notice, you know, corporate America or even us, the way we grew up in the Latino culture is work, 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 work. You can't gain anything if you don't work. And it's like I could be making passive income just chilling here. I don't have to be beating my ass up for it. But that's not the mentality we grew up in. The mm -hmm. mentality we grew up in and even the mentality I see my mom have right now. It's like I got to work my day of overtime so that I can get a little bit of extra money. And it's like you're going to get more taxes taken out of your day with extra money than you are on a regular day. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Right. But it's also it goes back to the lack mentality. Dude, the everything is connected yeah everything like our self-esteem you know lack abundance like everything is you'll go one way if you believe and do certain things and you'll go the opposite way if you believe and do certain things i think it's also tied to anxiety so let's say for example you want to work the overtime because you're anxious about not having enough resources or you're anxious about not making that extra money because you feel like you need to have it for a rainy day or you need to have it just for more money, you know? And the anxiety is what makes you commit to things that you don't even care to do and because the reason, you don't want to quedar mal. Right. And the reason why you have anxiety is because your need to control. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the Which, same. yeah, it all comes down to a mental thing. You know? Yeah. It's all like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work more so that I can earn more so that I can be worth you know, so that I can be worth it or so that I can have better things or so I can do this, this and that. But it's like, when are you, if your body is asking you for a break, when are you going to rest? Sometimes even your body is screaming at you by getting sick or having certain symptoms. And we just think like, oh, this will pass. Yeah. But it's your body yelling at you for rest, depending yeah. on, you know, what it is that that you're doing. Sometimes you may be in a relationship that you shouldn't be in and then you're getting some sort of thing down there, you know, <laughs> like I'm just saying like yeah. things happen. <laughs> they throw off that pH. Your, yeah. Like your body <laughs> literally talks to you. Are you listening? You know, I think it, a lot of people aren't listening. Yeah. I didn't, I barely started listening to my body. And it's, it's a, it's, it's the level of awareness that we choose yeah. because what we're not choosing, we are choosing. Yeah. Well, you know? it's harder to choose to honor yourself, dude. Yeah. Because when we look with, within is when we literally have to drill into the things that have hurt us in the past. And sometimes it's really hard to bring up past experiences that, will literally melt us down going through them again well dude it's easier not to have standards because you don't have to uphold yourself to those standards so if you're not having to uphold yourself to those standards and be like picky mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah you just go with the flow going with the flow is chill but like you go with the flow with discernment you don't just go <laughs> with the flow like you yeah. know like all willy-nilly but when i if you google it like what causes people pleasing the number one thing that comes up on google is low self-worth so when you said the worth like am i gonna be worth it if i don't like commit to these extra things that i'm not able to you know like physically like 
do. do? Yeah, so the self-worth. Yeah, because you don't think you're worth it. And in order for you to feel worth it, you have to do extra stuff. And the mentality has to change that I don't have to work extra hours to be worth it. I don't have to do A, B, or C to be able to rest. A lot of the times we even give ourselves our to-do list. Like, until I do one through five, I'm not resting. And it's like, what if your body is yelling for rest at number three? Yeah, rest in between like that yeah. is what your body is asking for but you're not paying attention to it you know or are you gonna be a good daughter if you don't do this for your parents are you gonna be a good sister if you don't do this for your sister like that's what you start putting that's basically what you're putting on the line is your self-worth based on if you agree or not agree to do something that is outside of your capacity. Yeah. And what happens a lot of the times is when people aren't used to our boundaries, they start to manipulate us and they will try to use different tactics that they're not even noticing that they're using. And we'll start to be like, fuck, am I being like mm -hmm. the bad sister or am I being the bad daughter or am I being a bad friend for saying no this time when I've always said, yeah, but it's like, no, you're not. Like if you really don't want to or if you really can't do it or the fact that you don't want to is enough, whether yeah. you can or cannot. Yeah. Like the fact part. for you to honor yourself and say, I don't want to do it this time that's okay but we are built almost to always be so polite that we have to say yeah and it's like why do I have to go somewhere that I don't want to go if I don't feel like being there with those people well you don't or I'm here to tell you you or, don't or being <laughs> out you know it, maybe it's also like when you're little and then like your parents give you food and then they're like you have to finish the whole plate like what if you don't want to eat the whole plate <laughs> it's like they're already teaching you that well and the reason why they teach you that is because of lack because mm -hmm. most of them grew up with not having enough food yeah or having to share with all of the brothers and sisters that you should be thankful that you have a three-course meal right now because all i had was a bolillo and some and some beans you know and so to them it's like you don't get up until you finish it because there's literally people in other countries that are starving right now But it's like, and they'll literally tell you that to manipulate you to finish that plate. But that's what I'm saying. But like, why don't they just reduce the portion? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> as, you know, when you open your mind up right. a little bit, it, a la plebe, like give her a little less food and then, and you know, split it up in a couple meals, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm not a mother yet. I like, know. I don't know what they, why they do that. I always finished my food also. Hence why I was overweight, you know, like that was never like a, a problem with me at the table with the food. But I do remember it being around even in my family where I'd be like, oh, she's not going to eat anymore. Give me your plate, you know, and oh, I would yeah. eat her food. Yeah. But it just it it's it's the way like nobody is taught how to be a parent. And so our parents have done the best that they can to the point, you know, in their capacity and where they're at and what they were taught. And I think this is why I always will say, like, these are the generations from like us forward where we're breaking cycles and generational curses because we're starting to learn so much about the mind and ourselves and the way we act and why we act a certain way that we're starting to put boundaries. We're teaching our parents like, hey, 
this is what this means if you are trying to do this and now you're trying to manipulate me because I told you no and it's not no because I don't love you it's no because I don't feel like doing it and I should be okay not and our relationship should be okay even if I don't feel like doing it right now yeah it shouldn't be based on what I could do right but we usually believe right or we grow up believing that unless we're not getting or giving something you know in exchange or getting something i'm not sure um then that relationship isn't worth worth, it yeah Yeah. worth much it's crazy um but everything stems from our self-worth or lack thereof yeah you know so yeah, but and I feel like even like anxiety and depression, like it really attacks your self-worth. Like you could literally have a good self-worth and and feel well and capable. And then as soon as the anxiety or depression hits, it's like your self-worth. Yeah, like se tumba, you know, which I feel like it's kind of like an up and down battle because, you know, weight fluctuates, age fluctuates, like, you know, breakouts fluctuate everything you know externally or whatever that's why it's good to work on your internal so that that reflects outward and that's something that's not it's gonna change but it's obviously gonna improve for the better because you're working on yourself and stuff but she also had a prompt about i think this says things that change things i learned when i stopped being nice and started being kind which is you are not being a people pleaser at that point. Like you're not trying to come off as nice. Like you genuinely want to do the things that you do for people. Um, And she says, it's okay to disappoint people. This is a natural part of life. Mm -hmm. So you know what I mean? Like if you got to make that your affirmation. Yeah. While you're getting rid of the people pleasing, you know what I mean? It's okay to disappoint people. It's okay. You know, just have that be a quick little affirmation. And then um, the next bullet point was when we can meet our own needs, we can meet the needs of others. Well, what's crazy, and I was talking about my uh, with my therapist about this yesterday, is I have realized, right, because we have needs and we have desires. And a lot of the times we are looking for people to meet our needs when our needs are already being met. Personally, my needs are already being met by me and by God. So I don't need anybody outside of myself to meet my needs. Now, do I want somebody to meet my desires? Yeah, but my desires are different than my needs because I have a home. I have everything I need physically to live and to be okay with myself and and, and, And mentally. And mentally. Yeah, Mm -hmm. in all ways. Like I I meet my own needs, Mm -hmm. you know, but um we think our worth comes from what somebody else can give us and that's anybody whether it's your parent whether it's your partner whether it's your family member whomever or or a friend and our needs we are the only ones that we that can fulfill them and until we learn how to yeah we're never going to be fulfilled by anything else or by a partner no yeah a partner is never going to be enough when you're not fulfilling your own when you're not fulfilled by yourself yeah Uh, so the next bullet point (laughs) is i don't need to over explain Ooh, you guys need to affirm that i don't need to over explain i don't need to over explain i don't need to over explain when you're leaving the people pleasing arena, mm-hmm. that's like very important because I would over over explain all the fucking time. And that makes sense. And that's when we forget that no is a complete sentence. 
Yeah. Like if I ask you, hey, do you want to come over here? No. And you don't need to tell me why. Exactly. Unless I ask and then you're like, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Or you do want to share, then okay, you share. But it's like, no. Oh, well, why not? Because I don't want I to. I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to is an okay answer. Right. But <laughs> again, it's, I have to be nice. So I have to you know overextend and give an explanation i don't really want to and then that's when people get into lying like i'm not going because a b and c when really it was xyz yeah and it's like you are putting yourself in a predicament to even lie but i feel like it's it's also a lot of times and i mean this this is part of the whole having discernment and honoring yourself is that if you have good people around you who are also learning about this type of stuff and like improving our behaviors and mental health and stuff. I feel like you don't have to explain, but when it's somebody who hasn't worked on themselves as much or like, I'm not saying it from a, from a better perspective or like from a higher perspective, I'm saying it from a, a consciousness, like having, sharing the same type of consciousness or at least the same curiosity Yeah, to have a little bit of consciousness to where you don't have to um, over-explain yourself, you know, or they don't expect that from you, you know? Yeah, I definitely encourage people. And I mean, it's something that I'm trying to do with myself that like I'm trying to surround myself with people that are like-minded people, but also not necessarily to to say that they're higher than I am, but people I even look up to where I'm like, oh, I love the way that this person thinks because it's, you know, A, B, and C. Like, I got to learn whatever it is that they're currently living through or that they're experiencing and the way that, you know, they explain it or whatever. Like, I'm trying not to go backwards. And a lot of the times I think we stay um, so comfortable with what we know and so instead of moving forward, we mm-hmm. stay stagnant in the same on the same floor, trying to bring other people up that may not be ready to be on the level that you are tr- are going to. You, you can't be doing it for other people. Right. So the next bullet point is healthy people respect limits, which, you know, that's like in the same category. Like yeah. someone who you can say like, oh, pues no me dan ganas. Okay, chido. Like next time. All right, cool. That's mm-hmm. a healthy relationship, a healthy interaction. Yeah. Um. The next one is our society glorifies self betrayal. That's the more common way to think about things, right? It's like so easy to fall into what everybody else thinks and how they believe and how they function and how they operate. But we're here to be a little bit more open minded. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then putting everyone before yourself is not a noble act. How about that shit? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, even with the point that you were talking about earlier is we are called selfish when we are thinking of self and not of others first. Yes. And it's like, if you want to call me selfish for having boundaries, even for myself, then that's okay. Call me selfish. Why? Because I can't even help you unless I help myself. Yeah, for sure. And you may not understand that. And so my no in this moment to you may hurt you or may make you feel disappointed or like I am betraying you in some way, but really I'm betraying myself by telling you yes and doing what you want me to do when I don't want to do it myself. Yes. You know? And so definitely I think we're afraid to be called selfish for that reason and I think there's different types of selfish you know like people can be selfish 
in a really bad way where they're only thinking of themselves and they're self-centered. Um, but then if you're being selfish to take care of your needs or of your desires and honor yourself, it's okay. You yeah. Know? And I feel like it's almost like a skewed way to, to feel about yourself when you're, you're basing it on what others perceive of you. Like you want to come off as a nice person. You want to come off as agreeable. And ultimately, if let's say, especially in a ro actually romantic and friendship relationship, you are literally just building up like all this resentment towards the persons that you're in those relationship with to the point where you like learn to almost not necessarily hate them, but you resent them and you're just like, I don't even want to associate with you or whatever. And they were talking about how it has something to do with avoidant stuff. I've been avoidant in the past and it's part of trauma, I feel like, um, and things that I've gone through in the past. So I think it's good for me to just be learning a little bit more about this type of stuff because I feel like I see it a lot around me, especially because think about it. If I am like this, of course, my family is going to be similar to me because we have like the same upbringing, you know, not exactly the same. Um, but it just made me realize a lot about my relationships and how I maybe have thrown in the towel in certain relationships before trying to um resolve any like ill feelings just because i did not address them mm -hmm. and because i wanted to be a people pleaser so every time that i overstepped my own boundaries it was like an added negative point for the other person when it was self-inflicted a lot of the times it's self-inflicted especially if you don't say nothing if but something bothers you yeah and it hurts more It hurts me more than them. Right. That was my point. Like you're hurting yourself more by doing what you're doing. But the awareness that you're gaining from it now, like you need it to go through those moments and not understand at the time that that's what happened. Because then you can show yourself some grace and be like, you know what? I didn't know any better. Yeah. And it's like, I forgive myself and If you want to mend relationships, you mend them. And if you don't, you don't. And you continue to move forward. But now, next time, you will know how to do do it better. You know? I mean, I'm feeling in a very forgiving um, mood. But I'm also aware that in the spaces where I've made these relationships or connections with that less awareness it might not be something worth going back to because I had less awareness to, right. to now. But I feel like I'm in a very forgiving mood to where if anything, it's just letting me like release those like resentments and ill feelings and move forward in general, yeah. you know, but I still have a lot of love for people that I, I don't necessarily talk to anymore and yeah. that's okay. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, ending friendships, relationships, uh, whatever type of ship, That, you know, you're ending when you end it with love, I think, and you're able to forgive people and release, um, you know, who you were in that relationship at the time and who you are now. And you knowing that you're a much better person now than who you were. Again, you show grace for Sam. Then you show grace for that person that was in front of you at the time. And you also show grace to the person that you're becoming now, 
you know, and and by forgiving them, you are releasing so many chains that have been holding you back. For sure. And you know what's crazy, too? So I've I brushed up on this before, but like, you know, my family went through like a big traumatic event when I was 15. And I always thought like I turned out pretty I like I turned out pretty good for like having been through trauma. Like, hey, like, you know, like I didn't turn into like, you know, like a pandillera, like, you know, none of that stuff. Right. However, I didn't turn out all that good. Like, <laughs> like I thought, you know what I mean? Like I therapy does that to you. <laughs> you know what I like? I didn't turn out that good. Like, yeah, I'm I'm like a well-meaning person. And yeah, I have a moral compass, which is great. But like the awareness and like the behaviors, the avoidance, like all this kind of stuff. I was remembering today with I was with my with my sister and my cousin and we were on a bike path. And one of my toxica relationships where I was being toxica too, we went on a bike trail and like yo traía la bike perrona. He had two bikes. One of them was like lit and the other one was kind of slow. And so we went on the bike path and I don't know why we disagreed. I think, well, actually I kind of might've remembered. I feel like he was like on a call with one of his parents and like it was taken away from like me time. You know, and I was like salty about it. So why did I just like take off like in the bike, like just smoke this fool? Like I just left him in the dust because I w- it was like a tantrum or yeah. like, you know it's what a I way mean? to call attention? Yeah, I was grown as fuck and I was trying to get attention. Yeah. And now I, I look I, today. I just remembered that memory and you laughed <laughs> and I laughed and I was like, what the hell? Like that was so immature of me. Yeah. But it's those little things that. Yeah, I show grace for myself, but I can also look back and be like, what was I thinking? Yeah, I mean, you (laughs) laugh. And this is why I love therapy, because what they do is they literally like have a mirror and they just put it right in front of you. And guess who you're looking at now? This hoe. Yeah, and myself. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, it's good, you know, because this will enable you to get out of the patterns, um, even that have been self-inflicting, you know. Lord have for mercy. you yeah and little by little you'll start learning and you guys if you go to therapy as well like you'll start learning new things about yourself and it's something that's never ending because as we continue to evolve there's new experiences experiences yeah. there's new things that you may not necessarily know how to handle you have a little bit more experience because of what has happened in your past but and and you're able to maneuver through them better. Yeah. But there are new things that you're like, wait, hold on, let me pivot because I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. You know, like shit. Um. So yeah, I think at the end where it all stems from is the lack of self love and you know the lack of boundaries that we have grown up to have and we do this because we have grown up with people around us who also don't have boundaries for themselves or or their relationships or self-love and we're like well they turned out okay but did they yeah and then when (laughs) when you have a little more awareness you kind of are like oh man like yeah we uh, on the outside we're like fully functioning adults but there is some dysfunction in our you know vicinity but yeah, I like this episode. I feel like if you guys could comment down below if you've been a people pleaser or if you still are, if you're battling with it. Like I said, maybe those affirmations about like, you know, disappointing others is is okay and like that type of stuff. Yeah. Just to kind of get out of it cuz it's something that it's a pattern that's going to take a little bit of work to get rid of. This type of things, they don't just go away. And I mean, you have to be open 
you know, to work through them and actually want to get past them. You could be watching this episode and be like, I'm cool where I'm at. And that's okay. You know, you're not always ready to make a a change or release, you know, especially if you feel like that's working out for you. You know, it's like telling somebody to leave a toxic relationship. But in that time, as toxic as a third party person may see it, they feel okay. You know, and it's like until they're ready to go, ain't nothing you could tell them. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a great episode. Let us know down below um, your thoughts and what you guys I was going to say what you guys are battling with, but not necessarily what you're battling with. But what you have done, if it wasn't something that we mentioned to get out of the people pleasing mentality or even in the doing or if you learn something, because I feel like we both learned something yeah. about people pleasing today. <laughs> I was doing my research. I was like, really? Yeah. Like I kind of knew, but I didn't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of things are self-inflicted, you know, that's the thing. I feel like people pleasing is one of those self-inflicted viruses. Yeah. Yeah. But again, because people don't know boundaries, you don't know boundaries, then you don't really necessarily know how to maneuver. But anything that you ever have questions on, you can always look up and research and read and watch videos on it. Yeah, like you can always get better at. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for being with us for another episode of Las Chicas del Po. That's we continue to be here every single Tuesday for you guys at 10 a.m. Until the next one. Bye. Se cuidan.